Well, hello, good morning, welcome to another episode of The Daily. This daily episode finds you on the 30th of June, it is Wednesday, and I trust that your day has been off to a good start. Whether you're on your drive uh, to work or dropping your kids off to school, or you're winding down at night ready to turn in to rest, I pray that uh, you would experience God's abiding presence resting upon your heart, even as you intentionally seek Him and tune into His words and His presence through this time, setting it aside as a means to meet with God. I pray that as you seek Him, indeed you will find Him. So with all that being said, let us begin today's podcast. Well, for those of you who know me personally, you would know, and I talk about it often enough here in this podcast, I have a baby girl, she's five months old, and we named her Sage. Now, for the longest time, uh, all through Amy's pregnancy, uh, we've always thought that we would have a boy. As our first child, uh, we just always had that kind of idea in mind. And so Amy, who uh, at a point was midway into a pregnancy, was exhibiting all of the signs that she would you know, most likely have a boy. Uh, her skin was reacting in a certain way. Her tummy was shaped in a certain way. Her nose was shaped in a certain way. I know this, these are all like, you know, much of it is just superstitious and just built on what our grandmothers would say. But everyone around us thought that, uh, us included, thought that she was expecting a boy. And so, you know, we started thinking of names that we wanted to name the, our child and the theme of wisdom uh, would come up uh, almost consistently, you know, in our prayers and as we thought of this child. So naturally, you no know, names like Solomon would come up and I really, really uh, was considering naming uh, our firstborn Solomon. Uh, I thought of the names uh, Benjamin Solomon Tan. I know that is a mouthful, but I love the names Benjamin and Solomon and the biblical characters for the most part. And, you know, Benjamin Solomon for short is Ben Solo. And so it checks off my Star Wars box as well. And so I really, was really excited and I was, you know, probably still trying to convince Amy to name our firstborn Ben Solo. Uh, and then we went for our first detailed scan. And so in that scan, uh, they would scan, you know, all of the baby's uh, organs and fingers and toes and make sure that everything was there and everything was functioning well. And it was also the scan which we would know the baby's gender uh, for sure. And, you know, I chose at a point in time to not find out on the day itself, but instead have a kind of review a party thing with my family uh, over the weekend. But I remember sitting there uh, as the doctor was performing the scan and the entire process took about an hour and a half. I was just sitting there watching her scan our unborn child. And there and then, I felt the name Sage drop into my heart. And I can't describe this feeling really. It wasn't as though I heard it, a loud booming voice from heaven saying, you shall name your child Sage. No, none of that. I just felt it in my heart. So as though my heart had ears and my heart just heard the name Sage, almost like an impression and my heart just leapt. And I knew there and then that I would name my firstborn child Sage and that she would be a girl. Now, if you were ask me before that uh, encounter, what would I name 
my daughter, if I were to have one, I wouldn't think of the name Sage. You no, know, I am pretty, uh, in some sense, old school. You know, I love uh, the biblical names, and so I would gravitate more towards like Esther, Ruth, uh, Naomi, Deborah. You know, these biblical names, and never would I thought or would I have thought that I would name my child Sage. But it's interesting, right? You know that. The, the word sage, you know, could mean, it means multiple things, you know, it could mean the plant sage, the color sage, but sage in a way also means wisdom or a person who is wise. And it really checks off, you know, much of what we have been feeling as parents for a child, this idea of wisdom. Now, whenever we think of, you know, this attribute or this trait of wisdom, we would think of the biblical character Solomon, who was known as this wise king, uh, the wisest man in all of scripture, aside from Jesus. And we'll think of Solomon's uh, encounter as a young man uh, with the Lord, uh, which we read in First Kings uh, chapter 3, where God appears to Solomon in a dream at night and says to Solomon, Ask, what shall I give you? What do you want, Solomon? What do you want? And Solomon, in this dream state, would ask, for wisdom, what many would uh, interpret as wisdom. And we get this uh, idea of wisdom or Solomon's request for wisdom from Second Chronicles chapter 1, 10 to 11, which uh, speaks of this same uh, encounter where Solomon explicitly asked for wisdom. But in first Kings, uh, the, in the first Kings account of this encounter, it describes it differently. In chapter 3, verse 9, the details Solomon asking for an understanding heart, an understanding heart. Now, uh, if you were to be familiar with the actual language used in First Kings uh, chapter three, it actually translates to a Hebrew word, the word understanding, which really means to hear. It is the word shema, and so that verse literally translates to give to your servant a hearing heart to judge your people, to discern between good and evil. And that, in essence, is what wisdom is. Now, when we think of wisdom, we often think of it as someone who has a lot of knowledge or someone who knows what is the best course of action to pursue in a particular situation or someone who always knows the right thing to say. But I will put it to you that the Bible or God looks at wisdom differently. Wisdom isn't the one who is seemingly the most knowledgeable, or wisdom isn't the one who seemingly knows how to do the right things at the right time. But wisdom, where God is concerned, is a person whose heart is inclined to hear from the one who embodies all wisdom, who is wisdom himself, a heart inclined to hear from God. It's interesting that when my dad was speaking uh, Sage's Chinese name, he chose the Chinese character Sheng, which is the same Sheng used for Sheng Jing, which means Bible, or Sheng Ling, which means Holy Spirit. That word Sheng can be written two ways, and the way we've chosen to write it is the traditional way of writing it, which comprises of three characters. It comprises of uh, the ear, the mouth, and the character for king. Duoko and Wang. And you know, it loosely translates to words you hear from the king, which is what wisdom is. Wisdom isn't just 
amassing knowledge. Wisdom isn't just cleverness. Wisdom isn't just having access to a whole lot of content. Wisdom is a hearing heart. One who hears the words of the king and puts it into practice. And though we need more wisdom in the world today, in this world we have a whole lot of content. We have a whole lot of information at our disposal. You know, I once read a comment by uh, John Tyson and he writes it in a really succinct way. He writes, So much content, so little wisdom. So much content, so little wisdom. And doesn't it describe the world we live in today? One that is rich with content, but seemingly the voice of God, his leading is absent from our lives. You know, and I think Tyson's statement rings so true in our world today. We are surrounded by information from all sides, from shared links on social medias to articles forwarded to us via email, to the radio, to casual conversations. We are inundated with more content now than ever before. And if we're not careful, all of this content creates a field of noise that shuts our ears out from God's wisdom, from His leading, where we somehow begin to mistake content and cleverness for the voice of God, for wisdom. And I know I'm running the risk of taking a long time to get to a simple point, but I believe it's a really important point for us to all grasp today. And that is this, wisdom isn't amassing as much information as you can and making the best decision amongst options. Wisdom is a heart that hears from God. And if we were to be faithful in reading the library of scripture, we'll realize that what is often regarded as wisdom to God appears to be foolish to men. And as followers of Jesus, we are called to live by God's wisdom, not by what is the most appealing or the most feasible or the most comfortable uh, or the most palatable to others. We are called to live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so in our desire and pursuit of wisdom, let us be mindful to know that this wisdom, heavenly wisdom that we are seeking, will not always lead us to the best outcome or the best decision where man is concerned. But this wisdom that we're seeking is a heart that intentionally hears what God is saying and put what he says into practice. It is after all a heart seeking obedience. Where many may seek wisdom as a means of expedience, getting to one's outcome, desired outcome, the quickest, the fastest way possible, the heart of a follower of Jesus, the heart of one who truly follows after God, seeks obedience over expedience. That is true biblical wisdom, a heart that hears. And so this day, even as we wrap up this podcast, let's spend a few moments asking for wisdom. With all that we've just heard in mind, we seek wisdom today not just as knowledge that expedites the outcomes that we desire. But we seek wisdom today as a heart that is tethered to the voice of God, that hears Him and intentionally put 
what he says into practice. That is true biblical wisdom. And so this is our prayer today to God. God, give us wisdom. Give us a heart that hears from you, O God. Give us a heart willing to obey you, no matter what the outcomes, no matter what others may think or say. Lord, help us not build our confidence on mere human knowledge, but help us build our confidence. Put our whole trust in your words, in what you say, O God. And so this morning, let's spend a few moments making that prayer to God, asking for wisdom, asking for us, for Him to give us a grace to obey Him, a heart that intentionally pursues His voice and His word. Let's spend a few moments doing so. beautiful. Allow me to pray for you even as we close off this podcast. Father, we ask that as we live through our day today, that our hearts would hear your voice. We choose to intentionally posture ourselves to hear from you. So give us wisdom this day for how we may live in accordance to your word and your ways. Give us grace. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. Pastor Janice will have a couple more episodes out for you over the next couple of days. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.